Hello, and welcome back to the Galdercast. Background audio for this episode is brought to you by Sirenscape, a great source for amazing atmosphere and music. You can check them out at sirenscape.com. Music comes from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Darren Curtis at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attributions Licenses 3.0 and 4.0 respectively. Additional music from Arcane Anthems. You can support them at Patreon.com slash Arcane Anthems. Now, on to today's episode of Galdercast. I would like you all to roll initiative, please. Wait, wait, do I get to unleash the Eldritch Blast that I prepared or no? Uh, because you had it prepared this entire time, sure. Make an attack roll. Yeah. Ooh, all right, what is the roll? Uh, let me do six. Goddamn. Oh, wait, I have to attack first. Yes. 19. Does that hit? 19? Yes, yeah. that does hit. Roll, roll for damage. Woo! Roll, roll, roll your boat. Eight damage. Eight damage, okay. Hell yeah. Wait, how are you dealing damage before the rest of us rolled initiative? Because he prepared a spell for... Her. He was ready. Eleven. <laughs> okay, so that is eight force damage, yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe it's force damage. Yeah. Yep. All right, hurting this thing way too much before combat even starts. Okay, <laughs> sure. Why not? Okay, so everyone rolled? Oh, right, I have to yes. roll for my thing, yes. too. I have to roll. Do you have a BB-8 also? Aw. Sad. Oh. All right. Uh, 25 to 20. No. 20 to 15. I'm going to say no. 15 to 10. 11. 11 on SIG? Oh, wait. Wait. Did I? Yes, I did. Never mind. Uh, I have 11. So that's both of you are 11? Yes, we are both 11. Okay. Who has the higher decks? Underage. Myself. Uh, him. Uh, my deck okay. is fucking. I can't. Oh, 13. Efficiency to uh, to initiative, right? No. No. 20 on the initiative. Wow. It's just dexterity. Yeah. Sorry? No, no, I was just sure everyone knew. That's okay. as good as it's going to get for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 10 to 5? 7. 7! Okay. So that's going and to I be Smiley and Crisis. Five and... to one. <laughs> Where, where's Axel? Axel rolled a nat twenty. Oh, yeah, I, Axel's I got hear. like twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. He, he so Axel is Yeah. So, Finn releases an eldritch blast, and in the uh, greenish, purplish burst of force energy, you see this small. Um, Form wrapped in leathery wings and covered in spikes. This sharp, angular face. Its jaw opens up and you can see hundreds of needle-like teeth. Like an anglerfish just lining the inside of his jaw. <clears throat> hung upside down from the ceiling like a bat. As its wings unfurl, you can see these somewhat lanky, uh, spike-covered arms and feet. Just kind of... Oh, and no. Axel, what would you like to do? First, I'm going to bonus action uh, Hexblade's Curse. Okay. So I put my finger up and I mutter and I mutter something to myself in Infernal, and then I'm going to... And then you just see like almost this like, spiked halo around his head. Okay. And then, and then he's going to try to cuddle it. Uh, how high up is it? Uh... 
I'd say 30 feet at closest. Okay, I'm going to just let out an Eldritch Blast. Alright, make your attack. It's an 8. Alright, so you you bring the force uh, energy of your Eldritch Blast into your hand, release it, but as you do, the enemy, uh, the enemy, the, the small fiend-like creature just bats it away with one large leathery wing, and it bursts, scattering across the roof of the cave. Sigmund, you're up. Oh, uh, can Sigmund gather, like, pieces of ammunition? Like, three stones or three... Uh, yeah, that would that would take the turn, though. Or that would take your action. Okay, well, he's gonna gather them as an action. Okay. Um, he's only gonna gather two, because he's also gonna use the light stone that he threw into the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, bonus action, casts magic stone on the three stones. All right. So you quickly look around, just bringing your hand through all of the dust and, oddly enough, sand that's in this room. Um, eventually bringing up two extra stones and grabbing your previous light stone. Uh, you focus on all three and they all have a slight dull silvery glow to them now. Finn, you're up. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll just blast. Alright, take your attack. How close am I to it, by the way? Uh... About 30 feet, as it's pretty much vertically up above you. Right, I'll just stay where I am then. Uh, so it's... Uh, 21? Yes, that hits. Roll your damage. Finn's gonna solo this thing. <laughs> One. <laughs> or not. So you focus once again, but panic sets in very quickly, and you release your Ultra Splash just a little bit too quickly. It impacts with the creature's shoulder, but... The burst quick. is just a little small, and almost like just a little bit of an egg size, and just kind of bursts on the shoulder. You hear a when small that, pop. When that and happens, it, I go, I swear this never usually happens. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings it to the creature's turn. As it spreads its wings, you can hear stretching and cracking of bones, and the snapping of its claws unfurling from the stone above, and it just goes, Yes! More morsels for Vaseth. It f- swoops down, and it's going to attack Finn and Axel, because they're the two that it's damaged it so far. Mm-hmm. It is going to bite down on Finn, and it's going to lash out at Axel with its tail spikes. First up against Finn, that is a 10. That, that does not hit, no. All right, so it comes down, tries to bite at you, but you fend it off kind of holding his jaws between your forearms and pushing it away. With that momentum, it goes, it swings at Axel with its tail for a 22. So that's going to be 1d4. Uh, So that's four points of piercing damage and six points of fire damage as one of the spikes impales into the the soft of your shoulder. You can see the uh, flames just lick off of it and burn into your wound cauterizing it as the uh, the sp- serrated spike just pulls out of your shoulder, ripping flesh and blood from it. And before I, anyone can react, the creature uh, just spins Yeah, your mic away. is dead again. As anyone, before sec. anyone can touch it, the creature just almost spins with a flourish and flies back up into the air. Um, um, no one able to get an attack of opportunity as it has the flyby ability. Oh, that's so overpowered. <laughs> you hear me? Yep. Uh, yeah, we can hear you now. One, dog. I'm down. I am down. <laughs> Yeah. So as as the spike, as the tail spine pulls from 
uh, Axel's shoulder, it rips out a large chunk of his bicep. And he just stumbles for a moment before falling unconscious. So that will be death saves next round. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Never mind. I couldn't have done it. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up is Smiley. All right. Smiley is going to drop the rapier because that's not going to be of any use. And uh, whip out the short bow real quick. Try to okay. squeeze off a shot at this thing. All right. Make your shot. 19. That hits. Roll for damage. I was hoping this thing would stay down so that I could pop off a, a, a sneak attack on it, but I guess not. Seven damage. Seven damage. All right. You drop your rape, rape here real quick, pull out a bow, knock an arrow, fire it off, and it pierces through the creature, uh, through its wing, as it accidentally creates its own blind spot, pinning its wing to its uh, forearm and then to its bicep for a moment before it rips its wing out, snarls and rips the arrow out of its uh, arm, just sneers at you. That was a fair amount of damage. All right, Smiley looks around at the other and says, all right, fuckers, don't miss, or I'm the next one to go down. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, next up is Crisis. Ah! Already? Too far for anything. Um... I'm going to take out my crossbow okay. and pew-pew this motherfucker. Okay, roll, roll for attack. Yeah, we both used healing hands earlier. Yeah, <laughs> like right away. <laughs> That's great. 16! 16, that hits. Oh, thank I'm a grandmother. 10! 10, youch! I rolled an 8! <laughs> so you pull out your crossbow, pull hard back on the the string knocking it, put in a nice metal bolt, take aim, lick your eyeball, fire. And it soars off, hitting into the the creature's uh, uh, bicep. <clears throat> Not bicep. Pectoral muscle. Sinking very far deep, and you can almost feel like it went all the way through. And it screeches in pain and twists and writhes up in the air dropping and rising uh, sharply in pain wrenches the bolt from it tossing it to the ground with a clatter that brings it back up to Axel with a death saving throw please Ooh, just a straight roll right yep d20 uh, ten. beat a 10 beat a 10 beat a 10 Yay! that's two saves a 20 that is two saves two saves let's see if Okay. A nat 20. Beautiful. Alright, so with nat 20, that is two saving, two successful death saving throws. Sigmund, you're up. Sigmund runs over to uh, our, our friend Axel. Mm -hmm. He puts a brass centipede-like tiny object on him, and the brass centipede comes to life, skitters over to the injury, spreads out its legs and sort of closes the injury on its own and I cast cure wounds. Okay. Oh, that's sick. Okay, thank so god. Pull out this like semi-mechanical centipede. It crawls around suturing um the 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 spike wound closed with its legs. A little bit creepy but also pretty cool. <clears throat> and the the wound cures so that brings Axel back up to 
Six, six points. Six points, and you are conscious and prone. Um, and then, as a bonus action, Sigmund is going to the magic stones at the devil. Okay. So, th- make an attack. Thirteen. Just hits. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, a solid Yikes. ten. Okay. So, you take your stone, give it a quick spin in the air, and just lob it like a wide hand frisbee toss it soars towards the the fiend and it knocks it straight to the jaw and you can hear the snapping and popping of its jaw breaking and dislocating as it (laughs) swings back down the stone impacting with the roof too a bit causing a little bit of uh debris to scatter down as it then clatters off into the the room behind you that did quite a number on that thing the demon just looks at you, its jaw hanging loosely, tongue kind of lolling out a bit, is trying to close it, very frustrated, and just taking his hands and trying to shove it back into place, and all you hear is the snapping and breaking of his jaw further. It's gurgling and screeching in anger and fear. That brings it to Finn. Okay, before, um, uh, when he cure, uh, cast Cure Wounds, I shoot up like uh, like Johnny Depp are... in Sleepy Hollow? Yeah, and then <laughs> he lets out a jot. He just lets out the loudest you've heard him speak so far is, I fucking hate adventuring! <laughs> 18. 18, Ooh. that's for an Eldritch Blast? Yep. Okay, that hits. You're my favorite pizza place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three. Apparently it's not your, f- it, it, you're not its favorite. No. Yeah, it's, it's the little Caesars of pizza places. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> little Caesars. So, as the the creature is flying, kind of almost knocking about the room a bit, trying to fix its broken jaw and frustratingly just making it worse and worse and its teeth snapping, you take calm, aimed, Eldritch Blast, just kind of focus all that anger of it uh, hitting down your brother and knocking him unconscious. Just release this perp- this uh, bubbling purple bolt of energy impacting with its face, blasting its jaw completely off and knocking it to the ground as a small excess bit of force from the other splash just bursts out the back of its head and it falls dead to the ground. I walk up to it and I spit on it and then in abyssal or, or which uh, in abyssal I'll just say, don't fucking touch my brother. <laughs> Yeah, that force damage just screwed over that entire fight. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'm going to get up, and I'm going to walk toward it, and we're going to start uh, hacking away on it with my longsword. <laughs> you just get on his you motherfucker. Um, so just stay down on the ground! Stay down on the ground, you motherfucker! You start right. sweat, swiping at it and hacking off its limbs, and as its limbs go off... Um, even using your sword, the ember is kind of flying and sparking away. Its limb shoots off, bursts into flames, and disappears. Another limb bursts off, uh, flies off, bursting into fl- into flames and disappears. And slowly, each one of the wounds is just igniting and turning into flame. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, there's just this bonfire rising from the creature. And in a matter of seconds, it's just completely gone in a burst of flame. All right, Angel Boys, we got a job to do. Let's go. Um, Sigmund would like to check the chamber for any of the 
that uh, our benefactor said to look for in the yes. case that the archaeologists were no longer among the living. Roll for investigation. Can I make do a quick sweep of the bodies for anything of importance or value? Uh, sure, go ahead. Roll investigation as well. On second thought, I might not no. do much help. <laughs> no, oh, it would have no. been better than nothing. Oh, jeez. I uh, rolled 17. a... Oh! Oh, that's better. Okay, so for Sigmund looking for the uh, insignia, that's a seven? Yeah. Okay, who was An Crisis... for me. Who, was Crisis helping for that? I was trying, yeah. Okay, so you look around and it takes the better part of 12 minutes, kind of... <laughs> After the, the adrenaline of combat, no matter how short it was, you're now a little more used to the room. You're just kind of tossing apart body sides, looking for... Uh, looking for the insignia. Just imagine, just imagine Crisis picking up an arm going, eh. Yeah, a little bit. Just no, a gremlin just picking up. Nope, not this one. Want. Nope, not that one. Both like just gold miners in a river tossing apart rocks before eventually you do find the the bronze insignia that has a stylized Z on it <clears throat> um, that was attached to uh one of the bodies that had a torn cloak on it, and it was acting as a brooch. Oof. Um, That's the only one? Yeah. Okay. It uh, goes in my back. And Finn was looking for other things on the bodies. Yeah, I'm just looking for anything of value yeah. or impo or something that anything that seemed like it might have been important to these people. Uh, you. F your role was a 17, yeah? 17. Okay, yeah. so you kind of start bit more gently and respectfully combing through the bodies as respectfully as you can for what is essentially murder victims. <clears throat> um, and you begin searching, looking more through like breast pockets, pants pockets, anything that you can find of the sort. Uh, you find what amounts to be about 12 gold pieces. Okay. <clears throat> in total. Uh, you find uh, another dagger. Uh, attached mm -hmm. to one of them, and a short sword attached to what would probably be the remnants of the bodyguard. Uh, the short sword is covered in blood and other um, gore, <coughs> both on handle and blade. Right. Are the dagger and short sword just basic, regular? Yes. Just okay. a basic. Uh, the short sword is almost like almost looking like a gladius, like something that was issued to a soldier. Okay. <coughs> at one point, and it does seem to have some age to it. The, the wood is a little rougher and grainier around the the, the, the pommel hilt. and handle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and within the next couple of seconds, you find it's it's scabbard. Uh, the belt it was attached to torn off and thrown across the room. Take those together. Okay. Um, you also do find um, <clears throat> a small leather scroll case and okay. um, a locket with a, a with a tiny painting of a young dwarven girl. Aww. case and a locket with a painting of a dwarven girl. Uh, after I recover the amulet, I am going to go to Axel and I am going to start doing a more thorough check on his injuries. Okay. <clears throat> Roll medicine, please. Fourteen. Okay, so <clears throat> you keeping your your. Uh, mechanism still attached for the time being 
You look over the wound before removing it entirely. Uh, the wound has more or less cauterized itself, and with your additional uh, healing magics, has completely covered over it, scabbing a little bit and a bit pinkish now. Though should probably keep from straining the shoulder too much for a little bit. Um, you gently move his shoulder up and down, and he does not seem to have any loss of mobility or movement, though you can see him wincing from pain a bit. Seems there was a little bit of damage done to the muscle, but it should be healed easily enough. Thank you for that, by the way. You'll live. It always I'm also going to look for my bolt. <laughs> the yeah. bolt is easy enough. It almost fell right next to you. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, well, just that one leg popped off and packed <laughs> fly by your head. <laughs> I think All we're right. done here. Yep. Anything else you would like to do in this chamber? Leave. I'm gonna take a quick look around because I know I, I was sent. Check out that altar. Yeah, I, I there's something I gotta look for, and I wanna know if I can find it. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. I'll help out. <clears throat> okay, so the three of you roll investigation for the altar. Or metal, the better. Yeah. Uh, investigation. Yeah. Yes. Or three or four. Gonna leave. Yeah. Okay, Sigmund leaves. Sigmund's gonna leave the uh, chamber and go to the uh, archaeologist that survived. Oh no! Am I am to I me. am I investigating on this too? Because I know. Uh, me... If you want to, yeah. Okay. Please. Fuck. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what okay, you? so a nine of four, a nine and a seven. Um. So crisis and Finn, you're looking around and. You're just kind of marveling at the smoothness of the altar for a bit. Um, yeah. Uh, Rolling a four, I see nothing. <laughs> Crisis. The sand in the room is getting to your eyes. You are not used to this much Ugh. dust debris, and it is super annoying. It is sticking to your tongue, and you are just not having this right now. It's not helping. Um, <laughs> Finn, you're still a little uh, pumped with adrenaline. Adrenaline. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and just... You're not really focusing on, on searching, you're just more passively doing it, because you do you do know you have to, uh, for yourself. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Smiley and Axel, you kind of search around, you find a few worn inscriptions around the base of the altar. Uh, mm -hmm. You don't gain a whole lot from it, they're a little hard to read. What you do find is the name Vazeth, um, which you did hear the, the creature... <clears throat> hiss at you earlier, it seems to be its name. Uh, <clears throat> you also find mention uh, of something called the Sect of Balor. But that's it. Good. And there's nothing left behind by the, the demon's body, right? No, the demon's body is completely gone. The only thing left is a slight char mark of wherever its bodies were. The body parts were when, it, when they burned. They get sent back to the Infernal Realms when they die. Right. Probs. We essentially just gave it a timeout and sent it home. Right. We yes. just pissed it off, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, actually, um, would Sigmund have had uh, uh, detect magic still up during the fight? Uh, yeah, well, he would have. Uh, yeah, you would have actually seen um, the manacles had transmutation magic on them. Oh well, before leaving, he would have checked that out for sure. Forgot that. Yeah. Um, you walk up to those, you can see. Uh, actually, make an Arcana check, please. Will do. Will do. Happy to. 
Nope. Wrong number there. Twelve. Uh, you take a quick look over the manacles. Uh, they seem to have a, a somewhat basic transmutation magic of just turning something to stone. Hmm. Oh. Um, unfortunately, they are... They are, are unfortunately... The yes, they are bound and worked into the altar itself. Oh. Dang. That's unfortunate. Question. Yes. Can we break the altar? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, hey. Um, roll an athletics check with a DC of 45. Oh no! That's, <laughs> not, that is not. Yeah, uh, that's not a smiley job. That's a fin and uh, fin and apple. <laughs> that is that is a a five foot by three foot by I'd say four foot solid stone altar. I just I just turn to Axel and uh, in celestial, I just say, "What the fuck are we supposed to get?" <laughs> Uh, you're, you're... We can't hear you. Sorry? There we go. There was an no. I don't know in there. I respond back in Celestial. I go, I have no clue. Fucking. What? I, I, I say something to uh, to Crisis and Sigmund in Draconic. Like, oh, isn't this great how we can talk in languages the others don't know just to fuck with them? <laughs> Sigmund starts as he leaves the room to go check on the archaeologist. Yeah. If anybody speaks giant, I'll do the same thing with them. <laughs> yes! Hello! I speak in giant. Oh, X. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> so, what, what amounts to be... Alter. A metal growl um, to end all metal growls just emerges from the almost three foot tall kobold. Bonded <laughs> <laughs> to it by the half elf. <laughs> Yay! We just yell hi at each other in giant. <laughs> so you all, I'm assuming yeah, you just, all I'm leave gonna, this chamber now. I just leave frustrated. Yeah. Okay. Same. So. Short, following shortly after Sigmund, you all leave the room and <clears throat> climb back up the, the iron ladder. <clears throat> is the guy still there? Is he awake? Yeah, he is still there, but he is still unconscious. Okay. Um, Nap time. He has been leaned up uh, against one of the more stable parts of the ruins. <clears throat> and his bleeding seems to have stopped uh, from what it was still leaking out previously. Is he breathing? Uh, but he, he is still breathing. He is still alive. Okay. Uh, not as shallow as when you found him either, so he has gained some strength, but it seems that the wounds took a toll on him. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna untie him, take my rope back. Yeah. And, uh, I guess one of you guys can carry it. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask. Uh, well, actually, um... Could you, could you guys help him back to the tents? I, I don't yeah. have the strength to help him. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll assist... Axel, with my, with my plus zero strength. Oh, you too? Nice. <laughs> no one plus here is strong. Than me. I'm the talking one. I'm not the strong one. <laughs> He's the smart one. I'm not. So, um, yeah. you, you both pick up the, the researcher. Um, it's a bit heavy, but nothing that you, you can't do with a little bit of gusto. <clears throat> And you begin making your way uh, back across the the maze of intersecting and, and interweaving uh, <clears throat> uh, rope bridges and, and islands. Secret tunnel. Yeah. 
Uh, Sigmund leading the way now with that you have all uh, crossed through before. It's not as much of a, a trepidatious journey. And most of you can suffice with just following along as Sigmund leading goes through. And about another 20 or so minutes later, a little bit slower because you have the, the researcher, or whoever this, this human may be on your shoulders, uh, you arrive back at daylight at the mouth of the cave and very carefully and precariously move around and shimmy out of the mouth of the cave back towards the side of the river. <clears throat> You are now back in daylight. Where would you like to go? Should probably head back to the camp. Yeah, yeah he needs to collect his items. Alright. What time during the day is it? Uh, that entire thing took maybe an hour and a half total. Um, so it's still quite you're, like midday. You're like midday, maybe a little after. Like 2 p.m. ish. One How long did it take us to get out here? Because we left here in the morning, right? Uh, like we, you had or left... we left the town yeah. in the morning. Well, you left uh, the town near evening. You camped uh, that right. night. Uh, right. It right, took right. you a couple of hours to find the camp. It's uh, to find the researchers' camp. Mm -hmm. Another hour and a half to two hours to get you to the cave, just because you were following the map. Yeah. By then, late morning. After all of this, with waiting, looking, researching, reading all everything, it's been about another hour and a half, so you're now midday to early midday, just a little afternoon. Um, I'm going to say, should uh, I'll, I'll turn to the group and I'll ask, should we rest here, or should we just camp out for the night further along? Let's get to the camp. We can figure out our next step there. Yeah, it's a lot. We should, it's we should nurse him back to health. <laughs> See if he can talk. You can. Mm. Uh, near death always, always, always makes me tired. Okay. True. So you readjust the unconscious man uh, on those carrying him and make your way back towards the researcher's camp. Doesn't take you as long. You don't have to meander and wander around as much trying to figure out directions now that you've been through here once. And. A little under an hour later, you arrive back at the camp. A little worse for wear, a bit sweaty, but there's a breeze picking up and it's, it. it feels nice. <laughs> <sighs> so you, you lay down the man uh, in one of the tents, put him on a cot. Uh, I'm going to pull out my little centipede friend again. <laughs> and... Uh... I'm going to place him on our, our archaeologist friend and tell him time to get to work. And I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on him. While he's doing that, can I look at the leather scroll case that I got? Yeah, of course. Um, so, first up, you uh, bring out the centipede and it crawls along, kind of winding its way in circles uh, around the man. It crawls under, its, under his clothes and as it does, you kind of pull him open a bit to reveal the wound, which is a very, very nasty uh, couple of puncture marks going through his stomach. <clears throat> Quite probably from uh, one of the number of spikes on that uh, that creature. <clears throat> uh, you can see a few of them have gotten infected. 
uh, there is debris, dust, whatever else on them. There's a number of fibers from his clothing that have now stuck to it from the dried blood. The centipede uh, crawls over one, closes a few legs, closing up the wound, closes up another. And the wounds had started to heal from the previous healing hands. <clears throat> but after his brief exertion, they did open back up and sent me closing all, all the holes before eventually uh, sinking two tiny metal syringe-like fangs into it. And you can see the, the magical energy start pulsing through the area as the, the sutured wounds begin to seal and close over with uh, light pink uh, circles and scars <clears throat> before eventually detaching itself. And you can see the man, his, while his breathing was better when you found him, it's now much better, it's not as shallow. He's breathing a bit deep in, uh, bit more deeply, though you can see as he inhales, there's this <coughs> uh, slight wincing, even while unconscious. Uh, so, Finn, you open up the scroll case, and what you find is uh, what amounts to the contract they had with, uh, with Mr. Zed, which okay. was as straightforward as it was put before to find the, the so-called ruins um, through the general description as it was given uh you can see the description is uh a set of ruins discovered uh around a maze of bridges and a cave river mm -hmm. and it clearly took them a while to find this you can see the payment in gold uh that they were owed which was um <clears throat> 50 at start and another 100 upon completion and return with all their findings uh, mm -hmm. They were to return all their findings to Mr. Zed. They were to uh, take note of anything that they found, any inscriptions, um, and to do as thorough a search as possible, but as safely as possible. It seems that they did not completely accomplish that goal. Right. Mm. And the, the locket, does it seem magical in any way, or does it just seem like a like a fam family, like a locket? Like It just seems uh. like a locket. Um, you can see now that in slightly better light, there is a very faint, uh, not inscription, but scratching of a name uh, that says Dila. Dila? How's it spelled? D-E-E-L-A-H. Um, while they're all doing that, Axel's going to go off a bit to the side of the camp, like a little far off. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he's going to pull out the sword and he's going to start talking to it. He's just gonna hopefully hear, hopefully knowing that that per, uh, the certain someone he wants to speak to is listening. Mm -hmm. He goes, "What the fuck was that? <laughs> you, send me, you send us over there only for us to almost die? What the fuck you is wrong to, with you?" And he you just speak kinda, to the sword like in in, in angry hush. And it goes off. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. The... Then after a few minutes, he comes back. Yeah. The, the sparks and cinders that slowly drift off of the sword just continue doing, doing so almost peacefully like a, a fire crackles inside the sword itself. You almost feel mm. like you see the reflection of a flame but as you look it's gone and there's no reaction at all. So you sheathe your sword back up and in a bit of a huff, march back to the group. Mm. 
hungry. Crisis looks for bugs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you have the Outlander feet, right? Or the background? Uh, yeah. Or you have Far Traveler. Uh, give me a second. I didn't write it down because I'm dumb. Okay, I'm pretty sure you're a far travel, so make make a survival check to see if you can catch bugs. Okay. Ooh, a hot ten. A ten. Okay. Um, you catch a few bugs, but nothing all too altogether too interesting. Eh. So, wh what? What are we doing? We're letting our archaeologist friend get before we hit the road and to his employer. Right, but I mean, are we resting here or or where? Or uh, there's as good a place as any. It's already set up too. There's tents. There's a fire pit. We don't right. really have to do much in the way of work. We just have to strike it when we leave. Right, cool, and then Finn goes to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's the middle of Early the day. Early afternoon. <laughs> Finn's taking a nap. He's fucking... Okay, so I'm assuming that's a short rest. <laughs> yeah, Finn's gonna go take a, sh sh a fat short rest. Okay. I'll just like I'll just go like take a nap in the nearest clean tent. Uh, the tents are all pretty clean, to be fair. Um, then I will... The nearest tent to wherever the group is, okay. I'm just gonna go nap there. So you, you pick one of the one of the tents and just lay out your own uh, uh, bedroll real quick and plop down. And, oh, put your head down for for a quick nap. Can the group see me in this tent? Uh, maybe your feet. All right then. <laughs> oh, the dude. No, it was, I was. If they could see me, they'd see. But they can't see me, so it's fine. No, but we can see your feet. So now. Yeah, we're but Hold the stakes on the tent. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there anything else anyone else wants to do? So he's just gonna take out his flask and start drinking slowly. Okay. <clears throat> so while well, Finn it's... naps, Axel goes about getting some some midday drink on. Sigmund's gonna start getting the fire ready. Okay. That no, that's not good for you, right? And then he just buggers off to go forage, I guess. Okay. I'm gonna follow. All right. Skitter, skitter. Me, so, I just yell out, "Yeah!" And so is not, and so is dying. <laughs> As he walks out of the camp, you didn't die, though, did you? <laughs> like Leslie Chow. But did you die? <laughs> did you die, though? Did you die? Yeah, yes! But I lived! No, you got knocked out, weakling. <laughs> <laughs> so, the the twins go about relaxing a bit. Sigmund lights a quick fire. Nothing too big for middle of the day. <clears throat> As where Smiley and uh, Crisis go to forage a bit. Both of you roll for a survival. <laughs> Not very good. Oh, jeez. 
And Crisis is 10? Or is that the previous one? Oh, Dude, even better. Double five. sevens. Oh, double sevens. <laughs> Wait, someone roll another seven. You might get lucky. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you, you both kind of wander around a bit. Uh, you what? find ah. a few, you find a few berries, um, a mushroom that might be edible, might be poison, not too sure. Um, might be hallucinogenic. Oh. <laughs> might also just taste like dirt. You're not yeah. too sure. Taking a short rest, right? Yeah. Mushroom you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyone who wants to roll hit dice can do so. Uh, even those foraging, because you didn't really... <clears throat> it's not that strenuous an activity. You both return with maybe a handful of berries each. <clears throat> Some of which have been eaten along the way, but... Who's to know? Uh, can I have... Can I, like, just chat with Smiley while yeah. we're foraging badly? <laughs> sure. Less about foraging and more about bonding now? Alright, I'm here for it. <laughs> it's the zoo. Well, it's, like, it's the Zuko field trip. Oh, everyone has a field trip. Zuko. Everyone uh, has a field trip with Zuko, but me. Ah, <laughs> uh, Smiley. What's up? Where are you from? Uh, that's actually a bit of a long story. Uh, my family. We have nap time. Time. Do I have what, what? What? We have nap time. Time. Tell long story. True. Um. Well, I'm from a. I, I, I'm just gonna need you to not tell anyone about what I'm about to tell you. Okay. Ooh, a mushroom. Problems <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not to tell anyone. Oh, hmm. long way back. <laughs> a mushroom. Uh, we actually own some land in Sean. I forget which I forget which country our land is in. But uh, who's we? Uno momento. You have to pull up the map real quick. Yeah, it was it the is... the one that was all the way to the east. I think West Thial. Thial. Yeah, Thial. Yeah. yeah, I'm from a I'm from a city in Thial, Three Rock Holm, and uh, yeah. City? Was... Hmm. Big city? Decently sized, yeah. Whoa. We, uh, we own some land ar uh, around and outside the city. And, uh, you know, my family doesn't uh, doesn't like having me around very much. So I decided Aww. to go adventuring. We have some history. Make new family. Uh, hopefully. How about you? Where are you from? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of generally point upwards. Upwards or northwards? Fair enough. You have any pets? <laughs> I had a big friend, but big friend is no more. What happened to your big friend? Adventurers. Oh. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> is, is Crisis just Bongo? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. And then the rest of my friends, I don't know. I don't know what happened. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm good tracker. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're having a rough time right now, my friend. <laughs> That's okay. It happens. We have each other. <laughs> I slap a leaf and I go back to camp. Fair enough. <laughs> Smiley wanders around for a little bit longer. <laughs> Somehow heartened by the conversation. Beautiful. <laughs> I think I think Zuko I think Crisis might be Zuko. <laughs> <laughs> this coming from the guy who just said that's rough buddy. <laughs> rough, yeah, that's buddy. rough buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> so. Crisis is Sokka. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Crisis is Momo. Friend was the moon. <laughs> yeah, Crisis is Momo. I feel like I'm Sokka. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's Appa? Yep, yep, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <coughs> Rip headphone users. So, eventually, uh, <laughs> you all come back to the camp. Um, short rest had. How would you like to proceed with the day? Oh, what's the plan, gentlemen? Can Drake turn starting now, or we can wait till tomorrow? That's I mean, that. we've got most of our job done here. The left is actually getting back. We can safely dick around right now or we can try to get a head start and try to actually make it back by midday tomorrow is is everyone awake and back right now yes yeah um finn's just gonna chime in and be like look i think the sooner we get out of here the better uh just box to the guy uh he's currently resting in the tent he's still resting? i feel like leaving tomorrow morning would be more prudent give him time to rest and and hopefully he'll be able to he'll, he'll be able to walk on his own. Mm -hmm. we, that oh, that could work. Sorry. I just the more time we spend out here, the more likely it is that something's going to come after us. I agree, but do we really want to be carrying him all the way back? I Plus like, all the no. equipment. We carry him for the rest of the day today. He'll sleep overnight, and he'll be okay to walk the rest of the way tomorrow. I just I'd rather. If we're gonna get, if someone's gonna try and get the drop on us, I'd rather not be carrying an unconscious person when it happens. If mm. we're here, we can at least defend ourselves a bit better than if we're carrying someone. Yeah, and then, at the, the very way. least, tomorrow in the morning, if he's healthier, he can walk. We won't need to worry about carrying him. Oh fuck! All right, so are we gonna dip or are we gonna stay here for the night? The uh, consensus seems to point more towards... Stay here for the night. Though I personally disagree. Eh, big deal. I'm sure we'll disagree plenty of other times over the next however long we spend together. <laughs> so maybe I'll get my chance to win some arguments. Um, let's see what... Uh, I would say perhaps we wake the older gentleman up and see what he thinks. Yeah. He's yeah. younger than I am. And your point... I'll live to be older than either of you. Everyone's yeah. old compared to me. Um, Positively all... compared to Crisis. <laughs> Does it... 
Yeah, we could like try and just nudge him and see if we can wake him up, rouse some consciousness, and be like, "Hey, dude, what do you think we should do here?" Well, I just, I think he wants to get away as quickly as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just worried about people getting the drop on us while we're carrying him. Especially because, well, I mean, with the short rest, he probably did some hit dice, so Axel's probably chilling right now. But as he, as he bumbles, as he just continues drinking. <laughs> oh yeah, Finn's also drinking. I will say the uh, magic, the uses of my magic centipede have been spent for today, so we would be going without Donatello for the day. <laughs> Donatello. You named it Donatello? You, oh, jeez. You fucking animal. Also, yeah, me and Axel don't have healing hands until tomorrow, so we won't be able to stabilize anybody. Yeah. Mm. I don't get any kind of healing to begin with, though. So. <clears throat> I so guess you, let's oh, let's wake him and ask and see what he says. All right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you you go over to the the man in the tent. You can see he's now sleeping fairly soundly. <clears throat> you can see the occasional uh, winds of pain as uh, he breathes in deeply. Sometimes <clears throat> you kind of nudge him awake. I just, eventually, how he possibly start? be he's been hit with three magic healing spells. He's also a non-combatant. Yeah. They're harder to heal. He also got gut shot. <laughs> like, five times. Um, yeah. So you, you nudge him awake. He eventually comes to... And <clears throat> holding his, okay. his stomach. What happened to our... Why... Where am I in the tent again? We Ooh. brought you back to your camp after we found you. Oh, shit. Shit, where, where are the others? I, I sealed the They're... door and it worked, but where are the others? Dead. Uh, right, maybe yeah. we could have said that with some... <laughs> I'm like, I just have the <laughs> alcohol the, game. Maybe we could have said that with drops. some tax. Um, tax needs facts. He would, they're all... <laughs> <laughs> Because you sealed that thing in there with right, them. right. He'll smiley, smiley. Just hey, time and place, buddy. Okay, we gotta. We're trying to get what? <laughs> I just like even even Finn. Like Finn's a bit tipsy right now, but he's just like wow. <laughs> Indiscreetly going, get a load of this guy. <laughs> oh wow, you have no filter. That's crazy. <laughs> Why do you turn into Tori Balachi when you're drunk? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he, you you watch his face just drops <coughs> when you when you say that his friends are dead. You just uh, mm. I I, I hover out that. my like I hold my flask out to him. He's hardly looking. Just kind of fumbles it for a second and then takes a a, a small drink and hands it back. <sighs> well, that goes all our research, and uh, well, I guess I should thank you. You did save me. Who are you? Uh, Lord Zed hired us to come find you. Oh, oh, this, crew. Yes, that's our team I name. Worried you might yes. have run into something. <laughs> Which uh, seems he was right. I guess that's that. Sounds so, appropriate. I don't know how long I was out. Uh, <clears throat> it can't have been that long. 
And yeah, we kind what, of found you that what way. came of the the uh, I think it was a, a spike devil. I'll just like I'll, I just like have like an eldritch blast like crackling in my fingers. I'm like it's fine. He's take we put him in timeout. <laughs> you killed him. It's what him. choice? Did I you think have? it was a him. Yeah. <coughs> it. So yeah. That means he was sent back to hell. Yeah, we know. Well, that is a relief that it's no longer here, but not good that it's back in the hells. I guess without the rest of the sect, the he should be no no harm. Yeah, Brent, what but sect? What what was that about? What sect of? Do you uh, the sect the sect the sect, sect? of Balor. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a small group of devils in in the infernal war that made made a pact with one of the princes of the abyss, uh, unknown uh, and un, unheard of occurrence between the fiends and and demons. <clears throat> Which? It was a strange alliance between the nine hells and the abyss. Or in between this small sect, and it it allowed them to summon demons to the, to their aid and not to be harmed by them on the battlefield. But <clears throat> there was such a small squadron of devils that it hardly made much of an impact towards the wall in total. But it did earn them a bit of an infamous name from from my research in <clears throat> in that temple chapel. Whatever it was, prison. <coughs> it was deemed too dangerous to send any of the members of the sect back to the Nine Hells, lest they somehow off their contract to other devils and fiends and allow them to summon demons further. Did you find any artifacts in there or anything like that? Like, did you did did you um, <coughs> find anything of interest? Before, uh, uh, roll, roll, roll persuasion. Before, before a tragedy struck. <laughs> roll a persuasion check. Persuasion? Oh fuck yeah, baby. We're in my realm now. Eleven. Fuck. <laughs> eleven. I rolled a five uh, though, so that's say I got that plus six is pretty insane, but eleven. Your uh, your realm, humbug. <laughs> he he gives you a bit I'm of a quizzical look. He gives you a bit of a quizzical look, but he seems to be on a bit of a, a run with the, the research, and it's taking his mind off of the pain and the fact that all his friends just died. <clears throat> and the answer is, um, well, uh, a few a few pieces of pottery and, and the, the carvings along on the walls. And I'm sure those, those shackles were some sort of ancient artifact back from the Infernal War, but... Nothing much else. I think that was meant to be a prison and not to be allowed anything that could potentially release him. I guess that means like us. Arrived... As he's as he's saying this, Finn's eyes just go wide. I was like, ah, shit. Uh, Sigmund looks at the archaeologist and says, "When you arrived in the chamber, was the devil by chance made of stone?" <clears throat> yes, uh, he, it was. It was shackled on 
both arms by those mm. chains. We thought it's just a statue, a depiction of <clears throat> one of the, the sect members locked away for uh, blasphemous iconography, but we had wanted to take it back for further examination light. And when we, we opened the shackles, well, it unpetrified and attacked us. We all tried to escape, but it was too quick, and it tore us all limb from limb, stabbed me through the gut as I tried to run. I was just able to close the doors and seal it away before I collapsed. Perhaps next time you go delving into ruins, bring a spellcaster. He would have easily told you that the shackles were the reason it was stone. We didn't think any magic was really going to be there. This was uh, just an old archaeological site. You were dealing with fiends, and you assumed there would be no magic. Oh, well, we've, we've excavated a number of ancient sites, both battlefield and temple and who knows what else things may have been for and very rarely came across magic and anything we did we were very careful with for the most part and uh, always brought it back to an arcanist or other magister to really examine further before we touched we were a little overzealous this time well in future bring (laughs) the arcanist with you I would think that might work better, right? It's, it's Don't just... open things that are uh, yeah. close. Right, that too. Don't <coughs> open things. You well, if I... Than the lizard. Ever. Don't, don't ever open things. Nope. Doors? She's re- nope. Your pants? Nope. Stay on. Never. No. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pee? Too bad. No, you, Jar from now on, you have to piss yourself. Uh, you can't. <laughs> Tell me, how do He's you He's gonna be feel... wearing the brown pants. <laughs> How do you feel right now? Can you travel? Uh, it's a little difficult to move. Breathing hurts, but I can <clears throat> I can walk. Perhaps a little slowly. Would you rather leave today or tomorrow? Uh, I would not be against a little more rest, perhaps. But if time is of the essence, then I can... I can perhaps keep up. We leave it done. Yeah, that sounds uh, wonderful. <laughs> that's agreeable to me. Start resting, everybody. We're leaving early tomorrow. Okay. And make sure you collect as much of your research and findings as you can. Uh, that, that, that I will. Unfortunately, quite a bit of it was with us and destroyed or... I guess you saw what happened. Lots to bring heck? back whatever we left here. Well, nothing else we have the notes and whatnot that you had with you when you were here, so. Well, uh, if that's, we're staying here. That's the, something. If we're staying here the rest of the day, I can always take one of the twins and we can go and uh, retake the. recollect the data for them. Minus the devil. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, I can help with that. Sigmund, if I may uh, speak to you just outside the tent for a moment. 
Sure. I follow Smiley outside the tent. All right. As I recall, our job was to find and and um, procure the archaeologists or signs of life or otherwise. It was their job to get research. Agreed. Well, was that was that our job? Or no, wait, his job is right. I thought, sorry, I thought you were referring to me. Never mind. Because <laughs> yeah. then I was like, wait, did I sign up for something? <laughs> we could make it a part of our job to get <laughs> them. But it might be worth our while to try and get a little extra cash on it. Oh, I fully agree. I saw an opportunity and I'm planning on taking it. Just uh, let's not make it seem as though we're promising it to this gentleman when we are going to be asking for extra payment from Lord Zed. That's all. Fair enough. So, we give him something so he feels better about having gotten his friends killed. But, hold a fair bit back, I think. Agreed. Perfect. Who do you want to take with you? Finn, Axel, myself? Axel's in a little bit rougher condition. I'm perfectly healed now, by the way. Just out of the tent. Well, only one of us. Well, two of us speak celestial and infernal. So it doesn't make sense to take people who don't unless we anticipate combat. So I think one or the other of the twins and the rest of us will stay here to uh, fortify. I was only planning on taking one of them. Perfect. Grab whoever you want, and I'll get started defending, making this place defensible. Fair enough. I call back into the tent. Finn? Yep. Right. Let's go. You and me. We're going back to the cave. Woo! Party! Alright. Sick. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah! Uh, Sigmund's gonna gather up whatever sheafs of parchment are kind of lying around, grab his note-taking paraphernalia, and uh, head on down to the cave. Alright. <clears throat> Let's get started making this place defensible instead of just a collection of tents. Just yeah! <laughs> sure. Alright, so... Uh, Sigmund and Finn, you head back down the way uh, with some more purpose this time. You get to the, the cave in almost half an hour or less partially uh, avoiding the river at all, traveling almost uh, in a straight line, straight line as the crow flies. <clears throat> Again, making your way through the, the maze of bridges and <clears throat> into the, the, the as, ruins. As and... we're walking, as we're walking there, can I just keep my eyes open for anything that might be like a, of interest along the way that we might have missed in our first? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, roll perception. Hey. 21. 21? All right. Anyway. <clears throat> 21. So you keep your eye out. And <clears throat> nothing particular catches your eye too much. Um, you do notice the, uh, the blue moss above you a lot quicker this time. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, as you are traveling, uh, you get to the ruins... 
Sorry. <laughs> Get to the ruins and head back down. You begin to notice uh, a few more subtle depictions inside the carvings, especially now with the uh, the explanation and slight history lesson you've been given. You can mm -hmm. notice a few uh, different uh, depictions. You can see the, the clear infernal and devilish depictions, the celestial or mortal ones. You see every now and then there's a dotting of, of what might be something a bit more bestial and, and animalistic, something more along the lines of a description of a demon. And you can always see the fighting along uh, a number of fiends and every time there's one of these demons you see the same depiction of the fiends uh one of which resembles very similarly to the creature you just fought the uh the spiked devil vazeth mm -hmm. and there's a there's a number of other <coughs> uh fiends as well there though their depictions are not as clearly defined it seems uh, a fair amount of the Pictures here were made specifically to keep Vazeth at bay, and so that anyone going in would know uh, what they were don't, getting hey, into. Yeah. Unfortunately, it seems that this went over the researchers' heads, uh, and over time, seeing as this was so hidden, it became lost and was not remembered as to its purpose. Right. <clears throat> so the two of you spent some time kind of taking down any notes. Uh, did, Descript uh, depictions, uh, taking down all of the the uh, the inscriptions and pretty much anything you you find to be of any import, um, you take down the description of the altar and uh, you scrounge up a few of the torn pages of notes that have not been completely destroyed by blood and try to copy those as as best you can uh, piecemeal. It does take you the better part of a few hours and. By the time you uh, you leave the the chamber, dusk has already hit. Uh, when you leave the cave and get back to the camp, you you're in the last stretches of light for the day. <clears throat> Meanwhile, at the camp, um, <laughs> how are you guys making this defensible? Oh, we're gonna just scout out the area for I don't know a half mile in every direction. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can uh, look for any tracks of really large predators. Okay. Um, so, yeah, both of you roll perception. Hell yes. And is Axel helping in any of this? Ooh. 17. 19. Oh, I think we're getting cuts from from Axel again. Oh, rip. Slowly coming back. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. There we go. Uh, I just wasn't talking, sorry. Okay. Um, is Axel participating in the searching? You could probably move the tent into a formation. It's a little easier to um, a little closer together, a little easier to, you know, Bust out and protect. From. Yeah, I'll try to. I'll try. I'll move some of the tents closer to the tent where the guy's uh, sleeping, and I'll okay. try to keep them a bit more clustered. All right. So you kind of very oddly almost pick up the tents to to move them. So it's a strange <laughs> um, rock fest esque. I need to move my camp spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. 
But you do succeed well enough. Uh, Crisis and Crisis and Smiley uh, both very much scout out the the area of, uh, around the tent. Um, Smiley finding the river actually fairly close by, just uh, a bit smaller and less rushed, which is why you couldn't hear it as closely. <clears throat> uh, nothing too uh, too interesting or unnerving catches your eyes. Uh, Crisis, you don't find any signs of anything too large, though you do find some, to put it, odd footprints. They're almost just like circles, but not perfect circles. Hmm. Um, you're not too sure what would have made something like this. It's like a very soft print with warbly circle outline. And you can okay. see... I'm going to tell Smiley about this. Yeah. Would uh, Funky track. Would survival be? Um, nature check from both of you. We'll nature? see. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Should we call it an assist well. nature check? Mm. From... Uh... <laughs> Six. Boy. Oh, no, this is a very, very weird footprint. God. You're not even sure which way is forward on it. And it's, it's a very strange outline. Wobble. You've never seen anything too too much like it before. Well, we're going to... Um, I'm going to set up a tripwire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some camp pots and pans so it'll just make a bunch of noise if anything comes from that direction okay so you, easily enough you, you come back and every time you pass through uh, while scouting into a new direction you see Axel has moved another tent um, in a bit of a formation near the fire I just give a thumbs up <laughs> And um, you, you set up a, a bit of a trip wire on the outside of the camp. <clears throat> uh, you uh, take a little I... bit of foliage and just kind of brush up some of the uh, wider areas and on the outsides of the tents just to hide them a bit more. I have hunting traps, if that's any use. That could be, yeah. Uh... Oh, shit, I think I have a couple of those, too. Yeah? They're, like, big. You have more like rabbit hunting tracks it's like a, a snap noose more than a bear trap Aww. you are not carrying around a 25 pound bear trap <laughs> that is bigger <laughs> than fuck? you <laughs> alright I think um, I mean there's no harm in setting out some rabbit snares nearby though probably give us something better to eat for dinner right. uh Make make another set of survival checks, please. Fourteen. Fifteen. All right. So you set up some some snares uh, near a couple bushes that you you feel would probably be uh, home right. or at least. Vi uh, uh, I'm forgetting my vocabulary today. Frequented by small animals. 
hide them a little bit, not to, but not uh, too much to set them off. Go back to the camp for a bit. After a little while, you do actually hear one of the one of the traps go off, <clears throat> and you can see it has caught a, uh, a sizable brown rabbit. Yeah. Solid. So you guys right. have uh, Hassenpfeffer for supper. Yum. Nice. <clears throat> and uh, around dusk, uh, you watch uh, Sigmund and Finn reemerge from the forest uh, to the campfire that you have more or less kept going on on the smolder for for the duration of the day. And you cook your rabbit and have your meal. <clears throat> Eventually, the night fully setting in, <clears throat> and you are left to your devices for the night. Would you like to be taking watch? Uh, I'll take a watch. With I'll take a watch with I'll take a watch with Axel. Yeah. All right. I'll take yeah. a watch too. For sure, take a watch with Smiley. Sounds good. All right. Oh, I'm alone again. <laughs> well, you could. What you could do is you could take a uh, you could take a watch that's. Half of Finn and Axel's watch, and half of ours. Sure, yeah, it could be like in the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds good. And you can look at their eyeballs. Perfect. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> now you know how I'm thinking. Yeah, if it involves getting to eat bugs and licking eyeballs, it's 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 cool with prices. <laughs> exactly. Sounds like a party. <laughs> I'm a simple man, lizard thing. It's, it's look, if we're being honest here, he's basically an oversized gecko. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> gecko man, gecko man, does whatever a gecko can. Which is licking his eyeballs. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Galdercast. This episode featured Dan as Alaric Smiley Grin, Jaden as Axel Elfgear, Sadie Bennett as Finn Elfgear, Tanya as Crisis the Kobold, Kevin as Sigmund Drakram, and Sean as Dungeon Master. If you enjoyed the episode, consider leaving us a like, comment, or review, as well as share the episode to help others find our podcast. If you want to know when new episodes come out, you can always follow us on Podbean, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher under Galdercast. You can also find us on Twitter at Galdercast for future episodes and possible channel updates, news, or other notifications. Thanks again, and we'll see all you crows in the next episode of our adventure.